Welcome to the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast brought to you by Torch Technologies. In this podcast, you will learn about all things Torch, from its history to its culture, employee ownership, commitment to the warfighter, our community involvement, and so much more. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, and stay connected with Torch by following us on all your social media platforms. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast. Today is an on talk with Brenda Conville and Lee Holland of Freedom Real Estate and Capital, a sister company to Torch Technologies. First off, thank you for taking the time to sit down and talking with me. Would you like to introduce yourself and we'll get started there? Sure. Again, I'm Brenda Conville and I'm the vice president of real estate for Freedom Real Estate and Capital. I joined the company in 2017 as employee number one. Pretty proud of that. <laughs> Pretty proud of that. I grew up in central Alabama and moved to Huntsville in 1980. And I'm a graduate of Athens State University. Perfect. Uh, and uh, Lee Holland, I'm vice president over our development and construction operations. I uh, joined Freedom in 2019. And four years prior to that, I was working with a contractor doing all the construction for Freedom and Turner. And so <laughs> I, had, I had watched Torch's success firsthand and really admired Bill and just the whole team at Torch and Freedom. And so it was exciting to have the opportunity to come join and get to work with Brenda and wonderful team we have here. I'm a Madison County native and uh, grew up in Huntsville. And so really appreciate all that, that Huntsville has to offer and the, and the growth that continues that we get to play a part in. Yeah. So Lee, you got your degree at Texas A&M. Did you ultimately always know you were going to come back to Huntsville or was that sort of an opportunity that happened just through jobs and stuff? Family from here, got a farm outside of town. So it was always a dream to get back here and retire. It was through a job opportunity that they got me back here, but never really expected that to happen. Yeah. So we're kind of getting to live our dream during <laughs> the career, not in retirement only. Yeah. And then they, I mean, Huntsville's grown like crazy. And I mean, Freedom's playing a huge part in kind of the, the future growth, too. So Freedom was originally founded in 2014. Can you talk a little bit about the premise of what Freedom was established on and sort of what market it was kind of targeting primarily? Freedom was established to focus on commercial real estate. That is, for Freedom, that's defined primarily as office and light industrial. We do have a little bit of retail, but what we'll talk about later is our focus is on office and industrial developments. Bill was thinking that with Torch being an employee-owned company with the parent company, Starfish Holdings, originally, if he could acquire properties and not leverage them, not mortgage them, that he could use those as a hedge when repurchase liability comes around. As employees decide to retire or leave Torch and Starfish, you have to buy back that stock. Hmm. So he was thinking if there was ever a time that Torch didn't have the capital to be able to repurchase that stock back from the employees as they were retiring, he could go out and take a mortgage on a property that was not already leveraged and have the money to be able to do that. Okay. Of course, that was the concept it was founded on. As it's turned out, we've never had to do that. So. <laughs> it's grown like crazy over the years. Yes. So in, in 2017, Brenda, that's when you kind of joined on. You kind of began helping with the owning of the real estate, the rental leasing, and the property management, bringing that in-house. Because prior to that, it was really done by third parties. That's exactly right. Freedom owned the property since it was established in 2014. But Bill had, Bill Rourke, our CEO, had elected to subcontract that out as a, to a third-party property management company. 
And so they were handling all that. When he hired me, I have a background in property management and commercial real estate. So we were able to take it in-house and then also to focus on the acquisition of additional properties that just made sense from a portfolio standpoint, not necessarily in support of torch operations. Okay. And so how has that area that you focus on day to day, how has that grown from 2017 to now in 2023? Oh, wow. So in 2017, we owned about 120,000 square feet of property. And now we're at almost 600,000 square feet of (laughs) property with another 600,000, 700,000 or so square feet coming on in an industrial park we have under development, as well as another 50,000 square feet coming online in a multi-tenant office building that we have under development. So by the end of 2024, 2025, our portfolio will have doubled. Wow. It's such a huge growth in such a short amount of time. (laughs) That's exactly right. The area that you got brought on to in 2019 was to kind of help with the development construction and kind of the owner consulting side. What does that side look like? And how has your sort of position changed from 2019 when you joined to kind of now too? It's been explosive growth, just like Brenda was describing. When I was brought on, it was specifically to grow the development business. And what had transpired was Torch had gone from needing existing buildings that could be renovated and move into. They were really getting into more customized, needing a customized building around their operations and how they were growing. And so that led to the first development project. And so with that, Bill saw the opportunity, as Brenda described earlier, the repurchase liability for why Freedom was originally established. Bill had come to realize that a full-blown real estate business is a great opportunity. And so Freedom had been evolving during this. And so when I came on board, the focus was development. But at the same time, very similar to Torch's culture, we're relationship focused. We're looking to work with clients that have the same values approach as we do. And we had CFD research come knock on our door. We had a conversation with them. And ultimately, that led to our first consulting opportunity and CFD being a, a friend of Torch. And we all had relationships there. And so that started owner consulting and our eyes became open to the possibilities there. And then you fast forward with us getting our GC license to support the owner consulting business. We started realizing and keep in mind, we're having people knock on our door, very, very similar to how I did with Bill and Brenda. Uh, People are knocking on our door going, hey, uh, if there's ever an opportunity, we'd, we'd love to come work with you. And so that's when we start seeing the possibilities here are much more than just going and doing developments. And that's very much been the freedom story. And I know that's the torch story as well. We're, we have these amazing people that are coming to us and wanting to be a part of the culture. And that's what makes Torch Freedom Simvana so special is the culture. People want to be here. Yeah. And I think what's crazy to think about is that we've been doing the podcast a little over a year. And in that little over a year of us doing the podcast, you all have expanded and grown into the space that we're currently sitting in. The whole half of it. And you have already almost outgrown the space you have. But for a company at the size and the scale that you're doing business at, you're a pretty lean company. Talk a little bit about how that kind of plays a huge part in kind of the growth too, when it is more of a relationship basis with the clients you work with, not just a, hey, this organization's creating this building or building this or helping you with property management. There's a lot more family aspect involved in it, in the business side of it. It absolutely. And I want Brenda to weigh in because as you're saying this, Brenda has tenants that she originally placed in one of our buildings now coming back. Brenda, why don't you share about that? So we do have a lean team. 
we're only 11 or 12, I can't remember, employees. So we are doing a lot with not many employees, but we do it well. And the biggest thing is I think that we are in a family-oriented environment. We all like each other, which is, you don't find that old in a lot of organizations. (laughs) And where everyone is willing to pitch in and be a team and be a player. So it may not mean that you're just pigeonholed into this one job every day. If somebody needs help, one of us is willing to reach out and help and offer to help and do whatever we can. So we may have people working on things that they don't ordinarily work on. But a lot of this, as Lee alluded to, is the fact that we've got repeat business. We do have, I have tenants that I have placed in a small suite that have grown, they've doubled, they've tripled, and then they're coming back and say, hey, we need to build our own building. And we've done that for them. And Lee has led that activity. I mean, it's just incredible when you build a company, as Bill has with both Torch and Freedom, that's based on integrity and treating employees and treating customers the right way and doing the right thing, whether it's the easy path or not, it comes back in growth and loyalty. And we see that from employees. We see that from tenants. We see that from our clients. And we've been able, I know Brad mentioned in the most recent podcast, being able to focus on the long term. We've been able to look at what's the right fit. What are we ready for? I mean, there's been a couple of times where Brenda and I and Bill have turned down an opportunity, not that we couldn't have done it, but that it would have distracted us from what we're focused on for the future. And being in that type of environment is so empowering. And Brenda mentioned it. It's wonderful working with people that are willing to roll up their sleeves and do whatever we need to do for the success. I've heard that in the other podcasts, them describing that. And I wanted to mention in terms of our employees, we're blessed with a group of people that have all been with other companies. So they've had that experience of not working for an employee-owned company. And so I think it makes all of us value it that much more. I think that's such a unique thing to think, like just hear about the similarities from the conversations we have with Torch employees, the conversations now with Freedom. It seems like Freedom is a company that helps build companies. And that's really what you've been able to see throughout the years. And even even in such a short amount of time, seeing these companies grow, so have such steady growth and being able to then help them find a spot that better fits, better suits what they're looking for is incredible. We mentioned it a little bit in the beginning, but I kind of wanted to highlight it again. But Torch Technologies is a sister company to Freedom Real Estate. For those who are listening that maybe don't really understand what that means, could you kind of explain what that looks like and what that means for both Freedom employees as well as Torch employees? In short, Starfish Holdings is the parent company that owns Torch, Freedom, and Symphona. And as an employee, that means you, with the employee stock ownership plan being held at the Starfish Holdings level, you get to participate in the success of all three companies. And so that's exciting. Working on the real estate side. Everyone has a vested interest and we do work together and it's in everyone's best interest to support each other as well. When you leave your office at night and you turn off your light, that's utilities that are not going to be used (laughs) that night and that's contributing to your own personal wealth. So it changes your mindset in terms of how you operate. Yeah. For both of you, you're part of the ESOP, you're part of this program here. What was your knowledge of ESOPs prior to joining Torch? Did you have any sort of background knowledge on them? Did you know anything about them? Or was this introduction to freedom sort of your first like, oh, an ESOP? I never really thought of that as being a benefit for a company. Well, I certainly knew what they were and knew companies that were employee-owned, but I'd never had the opportunity to be employed by one or participate in one in the past. So it's a game changer, big time. Similar. I was aware of it, but had never seen it done on the scale that 
torch and freedom that Symphona are doing it with the growth and being 100%. There's other ESOPs that are not 100% employee-owned. And that's, to me, very significant in, in how we've been organized. Yeah, and I think it's fun. I think we've talked about it with Bill before, but as a Torch employee that's listening to this, they can drive around and see property that Freedom has, and it's property that they kind of own. It's an employee-owned thing, and I think that's such a unique thing that it's not seen by other ESOPs. It's a different structure. Bill has this setup that is very unique, but seems to be doing really, really well. So as we're recording this in September of 2023, we often talk about in the podcast, it's forward thinking. It's what's the next two to three years look like? But I kind of want to shorten that a little bit and talk about what does the rest of the year look like for 2023 for Freedom Real Estate, growth-wise, business-wise, and kind of what are some goals you're hoping to accomplish in the rest of this year? Sure. So Brenda mentioned earlier the number of developments we have and the goal over the next two to three years is doubling our square footage that we own. In the near term, we've recently broken ground this summer and last week on the industrial development at Pulaski Pike across from Toyota Motor Manufacturing. That's our first new greenfield industrial development with multiple buildings. And then the other is the Hayes Farm, a new office development down in the Hayes Farm South Parkway area. Both of those are significant for freedom, new developments, and that's going to have a huge growth of our footprint. But we're also expanding our additional services as well with both the owner consulting as well as with us starting the construction business this year. That's been quite significant on the Plasky Pike development. And Brenda, maybe you want to share some of the other. So from the standpoint of looking at the impact The first building in the industrial park will come online toward the end of the year, first part of January. So that obviously has had an impact on Lee's segment of the organization from a development and construction standpoint. But then when Lee and their portion of the team are complete with it, then it kind of comes over to my side of the house (laughs) where we need to get it leased up. So John Roberts is our lead broker with that. So he's working very hard to try to get a lease in place for that building or leases in place for that building. But then it also impacts the property management staff because now we have another building to take care of. And that's making sure the heating and air conditioning is working, making sure the roof is taken care of, making sure the grass gets mowed and those kinds of things. So that touches pretty much every aspect of the company. Yeah. It seems like after you get the building up and going, Lee, and you get everything constructed to what the either the tenants are looking for or what kind of what the spec is going to be, there's constant work that you have to do, Brenda, where it's not just, hey, one month and you're done. It's months. Ongoing. It's years. The different things that you do within the business, Brenda, the different things that you do, Lee, within the business, how do you kind of navigate and kind of elect to spend your time on certain things, or is it just kind of whatever hits your table at that time is what's going to be kind of addressed? (laughs) Well, ideally, it's planning and looking ahead, but inevitably with tenants. And and that's where I think being a part of this organization, we embrace when something just comes out of left field that you weren't anticipating. Yeah. You learn to see that as opportunity. And oh my goodness, some of our best opportunities have been ones that we were not necessarily looking for. And Describing that growth that's going on right now, the challenge for us now is sustaining it. And yeah. We've got these teams where we are performing the construction ourselves. Well, we've got to keep them busy. And so that's where Brenda and Bill and I spend a lot of our time looking at, okay, what's going to be the next thing? And the other piece is these developments take two, three, four years to get to completion. Wow. And so there's a lot of time and effort that goes into planning that. And one thing I want to mention where Brenda mentioned tenants, clients coming back to us. We now have one of our tenants as an investor in one of our properties. And so this is where we just continue to see those relationships pay off. And so that's kind of the next evolution of freedom is taking in some outside investors. But we're doing it our way. We're doing it through relationships and trust and finding people that are like-minded with how we like to do business. Yeah. 
it's such a crazy thing. I mean, I have some of the news articles that recently have come out in the last few weeks. I think one that's super unique for the size team you have and then the short amount of growth, and you've only been a business from 2014, is that you've been on the fifth consecutive year for Inc.'s 5,000, which is pretty incredible to think about, especially Brenda as being number one here at Freedom. (laughs) And then, I mean, Lee, shortly to follow. What's it like that it's an ESOP and it's the direct correlation from the work you're doing is helping that growth and that consistency from being on the EEC 5000, but also you're playing a huge part in that. The roles that you play in the company and the growth that you've had over the last five years to kind of be on that list that many times, what does that make you feel as being a part of a company that is able to accomplish such great things? Oh, well, it's certainly something that we take great pride in. And personally, just to know that you're contributing to the success of an organization and the growth of an organization that is contributing to the success of our employees individually, their livelihoods and their families. And we're just very much proud to be a part of it and proud to be a contributor toward that. It's gratefulness, just like Brenda was describing. And and I think if you ask any of our team members, they're going to tell you the same. You're just grateful to be here and get to play a part in it. Very much so. Um, I do need to share. It's funny for Brenda and I, this year, Bill had had to tell both of us that Five years in a row is a big deal. uh, (laughs) We're excited about it. We're thrilled, but we're also looking at Torch accomplished it 15 years in a row. Yeah. But Bill went on to explain to us that Torch is only one of two companies to ever do that. And so it was good for Brenda and I. Definitely. But that also comes with some pressure. If Torch has done it, and there's only two companies in the world that have ever done it, and Torch is one of them, we've got some big footsteps to follow in. So a little trepidation there too. (laughs) No doubt. There's a lot of things that we're doing here at Freedom that we are following the path that Torch went down. And one of those is increasing just our name recognition presence in the community, our community involvement through donations, volunteering. Torch has done amazing things. And that's something where Freedom is very much following that same growth plan. It's incredible to see the entrepreneur that Bill Rourke is to kind of grow Torch and kind of his community involvement being such a huge part. The culture that he's created, you can see a direct correlation to the culture that he's building here at Freedom. And the success is just going to be, I hope in a few years we're saying, hey, you've been on the Inc. for seven years in a row. You've been on the Inc. for 10 years in a row. Okay, you hit 15 like Torch. So we hope to so too. Yes, <laughs> yeah, sure. we, we like that. Keep, yes. keep saying that. For sure. So that forward thinking is such a crucial part. It's a big part of what Torch talks about. It's a big part of what freedom is. It's that two to three years forward thinking. If there was a headline that came out, a news or internal article, just a thing you would love to see freedom accomplish and be a headline in the next two to three years, what would that headline be? That's a tough one. Wow. Obviously, continuing to have the growth and success, but we've already carved out a niche working with nonprofits in the community and being able to give back. And I think we all aspire to have that noted that, yes, freedom's growing rapidly, making the Inc. 5,000. But I know we all take a lot of pride in the fact that we are being able to give back and that Bill's encouraging us to do that and empowering us to be able to do so. I'd like to see over the next few years, freedom continue to be able to get that recognition. Yeah. The headline, perhaps, that We have the highest tenant recognition or client satisfaction of any other commercial real estate firm in town. 
we don't necessarily have to be the biggest, although that would be nice too, but we don't have to be the biggest in terms of our holdings. But the fact that our tenants like us, our properties are well-managed and well-maintained, we do not want to be slumlords. We want to know that our properties are being taken care of the way they are and that our tenants and our clients like us. Yeah, and I think those relationships is what's grown you to where you are today and right. what's going to grow you to the future. It's building those relationships, nourishing those relationships, because those are the ones that are going to come back to need new properties new. There's ones that are going to be recommending you. I mean, the best marketing, I mean, the podcast is a great source of marketing, but the great, the greatest marketing you can ever have is word of mouth. And I think people are beginning to talk about freedom and either having questions themselves or just seeing kind of what you've been able to do in the community, which I think is just going to continue to grow in the next few years instrumentally. It's been amazing having clients come back and talk about their experiences working with us. Just to build on what Brenda just said, being able to continue to say that freedom helps our clients succeed, you know, giving our clients the freedom to succeed. In doing so, we want to be known for doing business a little bit differently. We're very much open book in how we approach working with our clients. And so that's the ultimate compliment. We get the repeat business from those clients. We always end up interviews with Torch employees about it's up to them to keep the dream alive. It's the whole premise of this podcast, but I think it has a huge impact too for freedom. They're, they're sister companies. They're mutually exclusive, but they also have a huge part together. What does that statement mean to you kind of as freedom, as you're growing freedom to kind of become this big company too and kind of growing it throughout the years? What is the idea of this? It's up to, it's up to y'all to keep Bill's dream alive. I think continuing to operate the way we have, the principles and the guidance that he has instilled in Lee and me I think are critical to that. You treat your employees well, you treat your clients well, you take care of them and you do the right thing. And that's what we want to be known for. And I think that's how we'll continue to succeed because I think we will just be blessed by continuous repeat business. We're being very intentional with how we hire, making sure that we're hiring for the values, for our culture. And that's something we talk a lot about with Bill. How do you make sure the younger generations that you're bringing in, the people that are going to value all that we value at Freedom? And so we are very intentional about the future and focusing on having the right kind of sustained growth. Well, thank you so much for spending the last 25 or so minutes talking to me a little bit about Freedom. I continue to look forward to the success that both of you will have here at Freedom for years to come and just the growth and the culture that you're building here at Freedom. It's incredible to see. So thank you so much for being here. Thank, thank you for thank having you. us. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen and stay connected with us on social media for news and updates surrounding the company. Thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoyed it. 